Ladies and gentlemen, you know what that sound means. It means that it's episode 119 of the Personal Arrogance Podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Eric Walquist. And joining me back from the baby bonanza mm-hmm. is the one and only... Uh, Jesse the Baby Maker Wilson. Jesse the Baby Maker. Terrible treble. Baby making. <laughs> uh, dad zone. They told me to go to the hospital, but I went to the baby bonanza instead. Uh-huh. How was it? Huge mistake. Oh, Definitely really? Definitely go to the hospital. I thought the baby bonanza was pretty cool with the <laughs> the baby buck and broncos. Yeah. Turns out it's a uh, shut down uh, store, baby clothes store from oh, 1990. I got it. That makes more sense. Yeah. There's no one in there anymore. Yeah. It's like the mattress ranch. <laughs> that mattress ranch is totally operating currently. Thank you. Yeah, the, the mattress ranch is operating in the old baby bonanza stores. <laughs> oh, regional mattress retailers! Everyone thinks you're hilarious. Uh-huh. Right. Uh huh. That's an early recommendation. If you if you feel like if you feel like it, go look up mattress ranch commercials on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's great. That is a Western Washington staple, and I would recommend anybody go if you're not from Western Washington. Check out the Masters Ranch commercials. Thing is, Western Washington's not even his primary base of operations. Are you serious? He's from Anchorage. Oh, bringing the AK down to the WA. Uh-huh. He makes his money down here, but he also has uh, outlets up in Anchorage. Interesting. Uh-huh. I know because I, I, uh, I looked up his commercials <laughs> one day and I was like, Anchorage? I felt like he cheated on me. You Googled. I thought he was from Bremerton. That guy has got a very Bremerton air. And there's like two mattress ranches in Bremerton. Um, There's one in Silverdale, one in Bremerton. Mm -hmm. I wonder if people who listen to this uh, podcast uh, think that like Bremerton is like our Lake Wobegon from Prairie Home (laughs) Companion. (laughs) Like it's not a real place, but it's just (laughs) the place we like talk about. I like to keep that mythology going. So Jesse, tell me about your week. Did anything big happen to you? Um, well, there's something happened that's going to be my first topic. Mm. Big news. Big news in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, Halo 4. Halo 4 came out. Mm -hmm. And then also, uh, Seahawks won it on Sunday. Besides that, I can't really think of anything. Getting a big victory this Sunday. Yeah. Four and five. Oh, wait, what about the, didn't you have a child? Yeah, I did. Okay. Little baby (laughs) happening in the world. More humans. Yeah, no, it's it's been great. The, mm-hmm. t- today, uh, the the night we're recording is her one week, mm-hmm. her quarter birth, quarter month day. Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> She's been alive for a week. It's this, good. This is like when you're dating somebody in high school, and you're like, "It's our one week anniversary, baby." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> whoa, whoa, hold up, I. I don't want to get too serious. I don't think we should really celebrate this till our month, one month, one month anniversary. Then you know it's real. <laughs> I've been holding your hands for a month now, <laughs> and I think it's ready. I think it's time we move in for the lip kiss. Yeah. Wow. Moving fast. Anyway. Uh- <laughs> but yeah, I had some tummy time with her today. Uh huh. Which What's- is what what we parents call it when uh, you get your newborn on her tummy so she can practice picking your neck up and stuff oh and she could totally crawl if i put my feet my hands on her feet uh-huh and she can push she was totally like crawling up my stomach with that all right get her get her some blocks she's next marion jones yeah i think so gold she's, medal i'm proud of her well that's... she charts like a beast <laughs> <laughs> she has the loudest most <laughs> comical i mean it sounds like a sound effect from a morning radio show <laughs> It's hilarious. You can hear him from across the house. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, at least your baby's talking. <laughs> yeah, look who's talking now. <laughs> um, so uh, last week we had Aaron on the show, and we were debating as to whether or not Halloween is a good birthday or not. What, do, what are your right. thoughts on this? Well, um, originally we were kind of hoping it was going to be the day before Halloween, which is when Tasha actually went into labor. Mm-hmm. Because then we are like, she could choose. She has the choice of celebrating on the day before Halloween and having a normal non-Halloween birthday party or uh, celebrating on Halloween and doing a Halloween one. Now she doesn't have a choice. So I guess 
choices are good, but mm. on the other hand, people aren't going to forget her birthday. Yeah, that's true. So people are going to remember. Plus, I think it's cool. She I might hate it cool. from like 14, 15, 16, but like once she turns 21, she's definitely going to like it. Well, and this is the other thing is like I I I was talking to I was talking to some teachers actually at a Halloween party this weekend. They were saying that like they don't celebrate Halloween in school anymore. What? Which I think is like that's what I was thinking. I was coming in first perspective is that like on Halloween we wouldn't do anything in school. <laughs> like everybody shows up in costumes, you like eat some cupcakes and then what you like are, what grade are you talking about here? I'm, I'm talking like third through sixth. Okay. I thought you might have meant university. Yeah, university is well university is doing a class. Uh but but sure. you know, maybe maybe read a goosebump book out loud or like color <laughs> a raven and then you're done. That's weird. So that's what I was thinking from her perspective. Like if she goes to elementary school and on Halloween and then you don't have to do anything for your birthday, that's awesome. And then everybody brings their treats for your birthday instead of you having to bring treats for everyone else. Mm, so she could be like a redeemer of mm-hmm. Halloween. Right. She can cash they could, that in. They could be like, we're not going to celebrate Halloween. We don't celebrate Halloween at school, uh-huh. but it's Elsa's birthday. And if you choose to wear a costume for her birthday, go for it. <laughs> Perfect. And, uh, well, uh, the, this candy is cheap this time of year, so right. we pick up some of that. Mm. And uh, the only coloring books I could find had witches and crap in them. So, <laughs> happy birthday. Witches and crap is my favorite coloring book line. <laughs> uh, so, Jesse, what are you drinking this week, bud? Oh, I'm drinking something great. Um, it's the Full Sail LTD series, so mm-hmm. their limited series, mm-hmm. small batch that they uh, put out. And they... Don't name the individual brews. They just have a recipe number. This is right. number three. Uh-huh. And it's a uh, Pilsner-style lager with, like, a really nice um, kind of floral, spicy hop bill. And it finishes out super, super mellow with, like, a real nice American Pale kind of style of hop finish to it. It's really good. Highly recommend it. Full Sail LTD number three. Cool. That sounds awesome. I love their full, I love Full Sail. Really it's good. It's really stuff. good. Um, I'm drinking the new Belgian Belgo. It's their Belgian style India Pale Ale, and I love this stuff. Uh, it's like a great India Pale Ale, but it's got that nice Belgian. I don't know, like kind of it's. I I always I always describe it as like a syrupy flavor, mm-hmm. uh, and I love it. It's delicious. Yeah, it's like that thick, sweet. Mm-hmm. Those sugars aren't necessarily broken down as much. Yep. I'll, I really enjoy it. And speaking of thick and sweet, who is this episode dedicated to? <laughs> well, actually, it's sort of appropriate because uh, in some instances, I'm dedicating this episode to nurses. Oh. Nurses are awesome. My sister's They're a like nurse. doctors that hang out all the time exactly. and actually do stuff that you need. <laughs> exactly. No, it's my sister's a nurse and she wanted to be a doctor when she was a kid and then she had back surgery. When she mm-hmm. was in the hospital, she realized that the nurses are actually the ones who like interact with the patients and stuff. And she's like, "Well, I'm going to be a nurse then." Yeah, and now nurses she is are a nurse. nurses are great, and especially when you have a baby and it's your first baby and mm-hmm. you don't know exactly what to do. It's like you get this kind of like communal knowledge thing because yeah. there's growing up as like a a male in our society, you don't exactly get prepped on a lot of baby handling stuff. Yeah. So there were all these uh, nice, kind, older women there who were helping me out and, like, totally made a night and day difference in our in our uh, experience. Cool, man. Nurses do it. Yeah. Um, I think that's their slogan. <laughs> yeah, um, that's, that's the union motto. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we do have a little bit of listener feedback this week. I want to get to that before we do our little tiny Matt roll-off. Uh, we're, we're going to start a little uh, segment here called the, uh, connect the Dotsie. And, uh, this celebrates Roger Dotsie, a loyal listener. Uh, Roger enjoyed last hearing Aaron on the cast last week. He also wrote an email about Aaron. So that was coincidental, but also very appropriate. Um, but he wanted to, uh, give an early record to wreck it. Ralph, uh, mm. I haven't seen this movie yet. I was very excited about it, but I'm saving my, my dollars and coins for James Bond this weekend. Um, but he says that he highly recommends it, especially for a date night, had some hilarious moments and some cute characters for the ladies. Mm. But the <laughs> very best thing about it was the great video game references. I was worried, uh, because, uh, it was based on an arcade, 
uh, that it would be too old school and that I wouldn't get the references, but that wasn't the case. The references were both blatant and subtle, both old and new, but always <laughs> clever and funny. And the games that were created as part of the movie were also very creatively done and really showed love for the games that they were parodying. Anyhow, I highly recommend it and believe it's one of my favorite animated movies I've seen in quite some time. If you haven't seen it, go. And if you have, I'd love to hear your thoughts. We haven't seen it yet, but we're, we'll take your word for it. That's Connect the Dotsie for this week. We need to get a Yeah, theme. I, I want to watch that. Yeah, I want to see it so bad. We, we need to get a theme song for Connect the Dotsie. Yeah. Um, and then we also got a voicemail. Um, this one's a little more cryptic than our normal voicemails. Um, I think it might be a code. I think it might be a code, actually. So maybe you can help us decode this. Uh, we did tell you, the listener, that if you give us a call and leave us a voicemail at 360-362-0024, we will put it on the podcast. And we are men of our word, so uh, we got this uh, get this phone call this week, and here it is. Deregulation.com. Or press zero and leave a message. Hey, just go directly to the website. Yeah, if you want to make some extra money with all your extra time, press zero and leave a message. <laughs> Sounds like he, he does sound like he's having a conversation with someone else. <laughs> he does. He yeah, also, if you want to make yeah. some extra money with your extra time. He also is like the king of the dramatic pause. <laughs> I don't know who this is. They obviously didn't leave their name, but they obviously have a message that they're passionate about. Mm -hmm. and king of dramatic pauses. Dramatic yeah. pauses are the key to people listening to you. It's true. He's, he's good at what he does. Uh, <laughs> so, like we said, if you give us a call, leave us a voicemail at 360-362-0024. We will put it on the podcast, and we are men of our words. <laughs> nice dramatic pause. Yeah, Thank thanks. You. Uh, yeah, no problem. Okay, so I guess it's time for a little tiny Matt roll-off. Mm -hmm. And um, we're each going to roll a 20-sided dice to who gets to speak first on the podcast. And here we go. Rolled an 18. Rolled a 10. All right. So what's your first topic? Well, I mentioned it earlier. Uh, a video game was released mm -hmm. yesterday. Oh, yes, it was. Election Day. Uh -huh. Coincidence? Who I don't knows? know. But, uh, and that was Halo 4. The Master Chief is back. The Master Chief is back. So I, I didn't pick this up, Jesse. Um, yeah. Not... You're going to want to do that. Yeah. It's awesome. It's, it's awesome. as good as I had hoped, if not better. And oh. really what it is, it's the step that I was really hoping the franchise would take uh -huh. in the direction I wanted it to take away from kind of what they were doing with Halo Reach. Okay. You, Kind of bringing it back to more traditional uh, Halo 3 kind of style. But also, they were not afraid to uh, borrow some concepts from other uh, successful first-person shooters, first-person games. And um, it, it does feel a little bit like they've added some Team Fortress Classic 2 oh, elements. Really? And Call of Duty elements. And uh -huh. might I say... Artistically, they took a little page out of the Skyrim notebook. Really? Yeah. It's gorgeous. Interesting. Gorgeous. Like the new scenery and everything, like these epic, sprawling battlefields that just look great. Like mm -hmm. the art design is great. Sound design is great. I love how it feels. And like I, really the best thing that I can say about it is when Levi and I were first playing multiplayer, uh -huh. I got like... I got buzzed off of it. I felt like I was getting high. I was having so much fun playing this game. <laughs> That's excellent. Now, for people who don't know, um, Halo is our FPS of choice, our first-person shooter of choice. Right. We're not Call of Duty guys. Uh, we're not whatever the other ones are. <laughs> Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike. Uh, um, blops. Yeah. <laughs> uh but but this is I mean this is what we this is what we play we're Halo fans we've been Halo fans since Combat Evolved which when real... did that come out I, I need to look that eleven up eleven years ago I think it came out in two thousand one because they had the tenth anniversary last year oh yeah 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 um must have been eleven yeah. years ago 
So, uh, we used to, we, we used to, I, I still, re- I used to have such fond memories of going over to Ricky's house when we were in high school and bringing over all of our Xboxes and putting TVs on his roof and playing Halo through the LAN on his roof. Right. Because this, this was before the days of Xbox Live. <laughs> like, we're like, you can hook these together yeah, and play eight crazy. on eight. Yeah, I remember that was like a technological bridge that uh-huh. I wasn't very comfortable with, like <laughs> networking <laughs> Xboxes together. I was like, I have no idea how this works. You need a, you need a router. Yeah, like the tool. <laughs> Just kidding. I didn't know what a, <laughs> I didn't know what either kind of router was back then. Well, I loved it. How I also loved how each uh, of the original Xboxes, each one had its own name. Yeah, which I was a big fan of. Except mine had a really lame name. I don't. Somebody's was the bear. I think bear. I don't remember what mine was. Mine was really lame. It was like Daisy or something. <laughs> yeah, there were some like girly ones. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so uh, this is the new Halo, and and the thing that sets this apart is that this is done by three four three Industries instead of Bungie. Bungie has made all of the Halos up to this point. Now they pass the baton over to three four three. Yeah. Um, so that's so what's, Microsoft Microsoft Studios? Right. And it's still, I mean, they're all kind of in the same boat, but, but Bungie right. decided we're going to work on something other than, than Halo now. So what are the similarities and what are the differences in this new Halo? Um, well, it's still Halo. You still got your classic, um, you know, vehicles, your classic Master Chief, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's, there's even like some remakes of old maps. So it doesn't feel like they totally gutted it right. so much mm-hmm. as um more like they just kind of tweak some things balance some things and uh made it look prettier and shinier and sound better cool do they still do, do you still have the jetpack they do that's one of the things that like um i i'm liking about it kind of in my pros column is uh-huh. that they've they've balanced a lot of things the jetpack is more just like a quick boost now okay there's no more like flying up and you know getting multiple boosts off it and oh. uh, they got rid of the armor lock which is what? always always the thing i hated the most i loved armor about lock halo reach cuz i'm terrible at halo it's a great thing for people who are terrible at the game i know it was totally overpowered and awful but now they have something you would like what's that they have like an energy shield that comes up uh-huh. and you hold it in front of you and you can't use a weapon but you hold it like kind of like how the jackals hold their shields right right but um, you can still move around with it. So you can bring it up and then use it to get into cover and kind of do a little retreat that way. Mm, I, that but does it not won't stop a vehicle. <laughs> Found that out the hard way. <laughs> not like the armor would. Are there any um, new vehicles in this that are exciting? There's only one new vehicle so uh-huh. far that I've seen. Yep. And that is, it's like a mech warrior style big mech thing. Like oh. a walker that oh. clanks around. Mm-hmm. It's got like a machine gun arm and it's got a rocket launcher arm. And um, one thing that I think probably my favorite uh, way this is different from Halo Reach is that the vehicles are much tougher. Oh, that's good. Yeah, like in Halo Reach, getting in the Warthog was a death trap. Mm -hmm. It was really silly to even try. But now the Warthog's back. It's tougher. The machine gun's more powerful. And uh, the Goss Cannon Hog is back in action in multiplayer. So having a lot of fun driving around in vehicles and Excellent. Now, now, multiplayer is your bread and butter. You're you're really good at multiplayer, uh, and I'm not just trying to flatter you. <laughs> um, but I'm pretty happy to say that Levi had a couple hour head start, and uh, I ended up surpassing him in rank. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> did you play any of the campaign at all? I played a little bit of the campaign today. Uh-huh. I like the campaign uh, so far. I'm actually looking forward to getting on co-op and playing. Multiplayer yeah, campaign. Absolutely. That's always been the most fun way to do it. Yeah, absolutely. I think we all need to get together and do a four-player four co-op uh, through the campaign. Definitely. And um, there's the Prometheans now, mm-hmm. which yep. are the new enemy. They're cool. They have, like, uh, you, you kind of got to employ different tactics when you're fighting them versus fighting the Covenant. So it's fresh. And yeah. it's fun. Is, are, the flood like complete, gonna, are the flood completely Are the flood completely gone? I don't know yet. Okay. I don't know. Um, I feel like Cortana is, has gotten more naked. Oh. So that could be a pro or a con. Mm-hmm, depending on your view. Yeah. But 
I'm having so much fun with it. Cool. I, I'm really enjoying it. I'm enjoying multiplayer. There are I do have a couple of problems with it. Okay. It's not a total swan song. Yeah, over that's here. What, that's what I want to tell you. Is is uh so we this sounds like an awesome game. What's bad? Yeah, no dual wielding, which really bums what? me out. What? I know. I love dual wielding. I was really hoping that would come back. That's something that's been around since Halo Two. Well, right? it wasn't in Halo Reach. Oh. They took it out of Reach and kept it out. I thought dual wielding was great because it kind of like bridged the range gap. There's like mm. these super intense melee weapons like the sword, the shotgun, the hammer. Right, right. And then you have like your mid-range weapons like your battle rifle and your assault rifle and stuff. But yep. you could kind of like have an in-between those two ranges if you did double wielding. Yeah, and, and, there's, and, there, and there's a check on it because you can't throw a grenade if you're dual wielding. Exactly. Yeah. But unfortunately, that's not involved. Um, furthermore, there's not really a multiplayer ranking system. Oh. So, allegedly, Levi, well, Levi told me this. Levi told me that allegedly they have said that that's coming. But for now, it's the same as Halo Reach where you just play and you get experience. And the more experience you get, the higher up you go. But it's not really a reflection of doing well. It's just a reflection of playing a lot. Right. So I'm kind of disappointed in that. And my biggest gripe is uh, there are much fewer emblem options. Oh. Yeah, there's only like 12 of them to Weird. start. And apparently you can unlock more of them later. Ah, but, that's um, lame. I was stuck for a long time with a crappy little like campfire logo. Well, that's kind of cool. I've always been the either the star or the clubs, the suit of cards, mm. the clubs. Well, I see. I really like the elephant. Yeah, I'm not sure you're going to be able to be Elephant Man. Eric the Elephant. They both start with E. <laughs> That's a good point. Do you well, think you're going to get it? Yes, I will. I would definitely get it. I've just been lagging. Uh, I get caught up in the election, and right. uh, and it was fun. But uh, I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to play some <laughs> play some new games. See, I was so much more excited <laughs> about Halo 4. Well, that's the thing. I mean, we don't need to get super into this, uh, but... Uh, Nothing surprised me in this election. No, there are no real shockers. And they, uh, they, you know, they, the media makes these, these political races seem like such a sporting event. Right. But like, it's like a sporting event if the conclusion is pretty much foregone and you know what's going to happen before. It's like if, like, if you know, if you knew who's going to win the Super Bowl right now, then that would make the Super Bowl (laughs) a lot less exciting. Right? Yeah. So I don't have the I don't have the election hangover. It's more like just like, all right, now let's figure something else out. Well, I was actually I was talking about this yesterday. I think it's because it's an incumbent year. Mm-hmm. Incumbent years are inherently more boring because oh, yeah. in, on non incumbent years there's gonna be a new guy. Right. So there's definitely going to be a new president. But in a year where you got a a fair to midland chance that uh, it's just going to be the same guy. That's that's much less interesting. Yeah, and it's uh, you know uh, I, I'm a big fan of five thirty eight dot com. Uh, five thirty eight, uh, they predicted every state exactly correct this year, right? Uh, which means that they are now ninety nine for a hundred in the elections <laughs> that they've covered in terms of states. And the one state that they lost was lost by one percentage point. Um. <laughs> So, and I've been following 538 for a long time, and on 538.com, Obama never dropped low enough to lose the election. Mm. So, so, and, and at this point, that's a pretty solid predictor of what's going to happen. I'm very excited to see what happens next next time when it's an when it's more open election, um, in terms yeah. of candidates. But the uh, real surprise comes with the uh, initiatives. Yeah, but that wasn't even surprising either because KCTS nine here in Seattle did a did a poll and everything was being approved by wide margins really so you know the whole gay marriage and legalization of marijuana here in the state both of those they were pretty much foregone conclusions yeah charter schools surprised me a little bit yeah what are you gonna do yeah i don't know i don't know either (laughs) uh anyway we don't get we don't need don't need to get mired in this because this is not what my first topic is no what is it my first topic. real quick you have to buy halo 4 you have to okay Yes. It's so fun. I will buy it. Jeez, I'm just saying it's fun. All right, I won't. It's I won't Red Dead Redemption this thing and get it like six months later. I will buy it. <laughs> okay, promptly. 
Um, so I wanted to get into this. You know, uh, Disney's been making a huge splash lately. Obviously, we talked about it on last week's podcast uh, with the LucasArts uh, purchase. And there have been rumors uh, floating around this week that Disney's ready to make another splash. They've been going crazy lately. I mean, they did the deal with Pixar to keep Pixar under the Disney banner. Then they bought Marvel. Then they bought it. Uh, then they bought Lucasfilm. And there's really only one other uh, one other big company out there that's up for grabs, and that's Hasbro. Oh wow! So there have been rumors floating that's a around. Powerhouse. Well, it kind of is. It kind of surprisingly is. Um, because of the success of the Transformers movies. Um, and I'm not talking about the critical success, but the commercial success. Those are three of the highest grossing films of all time. And they're, they're included in that list. I, I don't have the list right in front of me, but I know that Transformers 3 is one of the top, I know it's in the top 10 of, of highest grossing movies of all time. So it's, it's kind of crazy. Now today there was a little bit of a kibosh on this because, uh, Hasbro denied Disney acquisition rumors, but what are they going to say? Yeah, we're totally being courted by Disney. <laughs> um, but uh, so obviously Transformers is is included in this. Uh, Battleship was another one that's included. You have all of the uh, all of those games. There's a there's a Monopoly movie in the works. There's a Candyland movie in the works. There's a Ouija board movie in the works. Uh, there's even a Hungry Hungry Hippos animated movie in the works, which makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, and they could really, I mean, they could really incorporate that with the Jungle Cruise. They all get gastric bypass surgery. Right. <laughs> so hungry. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I don't think that's how gastric bypass works. I don't know. I, I have no idea. Uh, they all get tapeworms. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, but what makes me excited about this is not uh, those 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 movies uh, about board I think I might games. know where you're going with this. I'm excited about a little tiny company based uh, here in Renton, Washington, that is owned by Hasbro. Would that be Wizards of the Coast? That would be Watsy, baby. Owners of Dungeons and Dragons and Magic: The Gathering. Oh, that's a good point. So I we we've actually had this. I I don't know exactly what the number is, but we've had a discussion before on how to make a Dungeons and Dragons movie that works. Mm-hmm. And I think it came in with elements of. Uh, it has to be badass. It has to be a spectacle in, mm-hmm. in the way Lord of the Rings is a spectacle. You probably don't want Dungeons and Dragons in the title. <laughs> Call it D and D, and then like Stormrack or something, you know? Yeah. Um, and you need Dungeons orcs. and Dragons is kind of a mouthful anyway. It totally is. And you've eaten up like a lot of marquee space. <laughs> I don't know how many how many places have marquees anymore. Well, you know. Yeah. Um so Dungeons and Dragons we we've already we've beat this we beat this horse to death. So we're not going to get on Dungeons and Dragons other than the fact that there should be an awesome Dungeons and Dragons movie. There should also be a scene where someone beats a horse to death. Yes. But no work or a half work. <laughs> One of the two. Um also it should it should definitely include uh either Dwayne the Rock Johnson as a half work. Right or uh, Vin Diesel or Vin Diesel as a half orc. Um, but they could I'll... both be half orcs. They could be half orc, half brothers. <laughs> half Wait, orc, half orc, half is, brothers from different a, mothers. I was gonna say they could be half orc, half brothers, but each has the different orc as their parent. Like Mostly, one I'm... has a orc father, one has an orc mother. But I don't think my a- my math adds up. <laughs> I don't this. know about that. <laughs> I do like the idea of like uh it was part of this orc harem and they were raised as as brothers but from oh. different mothers and they're That's a supposed really to good take... idea for a couple of half orcs in a D&D group. Yeah. And then they have they're one of, they're being groomed as princes of this orc uh yeah. order but then they break away and then destroy the orcs. Mhm. Or something. Yeah, so, or like or like one's going to be like he's going to take over as the chieftain. Uh huh. But um, they as like part of that he had to like kill his all of his brothers. Oh. To, but, so like there would pass. never be yeah. uh like any challenge to the throne. So like right before you take over as chieftain, you have to kill all your brothers, and he wasn't willing to do that. So they escaped together. Yeah. And joined an adventuring group. And then they take all the human slaves with them. It's basically the story of Moses. 
Anyway, uh, <laughs> so we buy human <laughs> rogues go. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, we obviously maybe we should flesh this out, but we've talked about the Dungeons and Dragons movie before. I want to talk. Uh, we're available. We are available, Disney, uh, or Hasbro. They're, so they haven't been bought yet. Uh, but Dungeons, but Magic the Gathering, I think, could also be a very compelling movie. Mm, that's a little more tricky. It's very tricky because um, of the whole multiverse thing. It's just confusing. Well, I think you got to narrow it down. Because Dungeons & Dragons admittedly also has a multiverse. That's true. Um, you have like the, the, you know, the ninjas and the samurai and all that happening in Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, but Magic the Gathering, I think, you know, you, you want to call it, uh, you don't want to call it, like I said, you don't want to call it Magic the Gathering. Probably call it like MTG. It's weird that it's, or just magic. Well, I think you call it MTG Planeswalkers. It's weird that it was ever called Magic the Gathering. Yeah, like a gathering of planeswalkers to kick each other's asses. Gather, yeah, it's like it's like a it's it's like a tournament. It's like the Hunger Games, <laughs> yeah. but they're wizards. Well, I think you just got this movie going. Well, you know that's what I think is like you got to follow a you got to oh, follow hunger, individual. The hungry hunger hippos. <laughs> that's, the, that's the movie they can make. A Hunger Games hippos world. <laughs> I love it. The hungry hungry hippodrome. Um, <laughs> but I think, so you have a Magic the Gathering movie, and I think that you would have to have, you know, like, uh, you'd have to follow a single planeswalker through his journey to save his family slash yeah. country slash Jace. woman he loves. Yeah, probably Jace. I was thinking Jace. Um, cause you know, Jace is, so for those of you who don't know, uh, Jace is a, he's the, he's a blue planeswalker. And he has a lot of artifacts, which are like trinkets that do things. Mm -hmm. This sounds a lot more lame than I thought it would originally. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it. I think it'd be great, especially for like kind of a tweeny boy movie. Yeah. Like, like target audience, like 14, 15 year old boys, like make it PG-13. Mm -hmm. So kind of badass. Yeah. But... Like, that's what I think. You make the D&D &D movie a hard R, and you make right. uh, you make the Magic the Gathering movie PG-13. Something that would fall in line with what Avatar, or not Avatar, but The Last Airbender was trying to do. Um, right. Kind of fill that niche, but do it in a, in a way that's actually good. Yeah. And then you could, like, you could have, like, a promo Jace card that you get with Wait. each movie ticket. Yeah. And, like, that's how you could start building your deck. Because, like, you could totally... If this became a big movie, you would move a lot of magic cards. Exactly. And you could... Uh, I mean, the sequel potential is, is infinite. Um, <laughs> that's true. There's, there'll be four movies a year. They'll come out in blocks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, and just to see, a, a, like, a Johnny Goldman on stage would be awesome. Or on the yeah, stage would be awesome. I like it. He's a lion man. Mm -hmm. It's pretty legit. Um... Some other things uh, that that Hasbro owns that that could probably uh, be cool. A uh, risk, obviously. Well, what about Barbie? Is Barbie Hasbro? I think Hasbro owns Mattel. Um, no, Mattel is the only holdout. Oh, really? Hasbro owns everything except for Mattel, I believe. Well, Disney should buy Barbie first. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they don't. They don't own Mattel. They own Milton Bradley, Parker Brothers, Play School, Tiger Electronics, Tonka, Wizards of the Coast. Uh, <laughs> I love the Tonka movie. Yeah, exactly. Big trucks. Oh, you could do a Tonka Transformers crossover. Oh, totally, <laughs> totally. Uh, they also own My Little Pony, Mr. Potato Head, Play-Doh. You have like a. They also own Nerf. Mm, dude, they could make a Nerf War dude, movie. Dude, I love Nerf War movie. I love the it. The battle for the Nerf turf. But like Nerf is a, it's like, Nerf it stands for like buy, National Engineering the... and uh, Refining Foundation. And it's a weapons <laughs> company. And they're developing these super weapons uh -huh. that are non-lethal. Non-lethal uh -huh. super weapons to take over the world. Yeah, I like it, but like a rogue band of 14-year-old boys is going to bring them down. <laughs> We're the leader of non-lethal non super weapons. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, what I, I was going to say, though, is mm -hmm. Nerf should 
buy the naming rights for a stadium so it could be the Nerf Turf. Oh, I love it. You just got nerfed. <laughs> nerfed. Uh, they own. Uh, they own. They uh, own Pound Puppies, Spirograph. Mmm, the Spirograph movie. That's for the stoners. <laughs> Spirograph. It's like two thousand one. It's like it's like the last fifteen minutes of two thousand one is Space Odyssey, but it's three hours long. <laughs> and it's all Spiros. Uh, <laughs> um. I, but I want to get back. That to would this. make a great ride at Disneyland. Oh my god! <laughs> it's a roller coaster, but you have spirals shooting around your face the whole time. Um, uh, I guess and instead I just... of buying like uh, the picture they take of you, <laughs> you buy a spirograph art of like the. Yeah. I, I guess the direction, the route you took. <laughs> the route you took. You get to decide. <laughs> I do think a risk movie could be cool if it was like a like a 18th century uh, world global domination movie. Yeah. That could work. Uh, but anyway, I, I think the the possibilities are endless. Uh, I don't need to don't need to get super into this, but I do think that Hasbro and Disney, if they can expand this universe, there's definitely potential there. Specifically with Dungeons and Dragons and Magic: The Gathering. If you do this right, people people will come. It's just yeah. been done completely wrong up to this point. Like I would, seriously give Michael Bay a a a, a Dungeons and Dragons movie, and it'll be awesome. The thing is, though... And I don't like Michael Bay. I'm not saying Michael Bay's awesome, but give him a Dungeons and Dragons movie, and I'm sure it'll be cool. Yeah. He could do the fireball spells pretty well. Yeah! <laughs> it would just follow, like, a group of ten fireball wizards. <laughs> Seal away, you could grab it, enough explosions. But, like, D&D has kind of had a bad rap in the past, and if you made a hard R D&D, yeah. do you think the repu- that would hurt its reputation, or its reputation would catch up to it? Repu- Dude... It is hard R. Like, if anybody who's <laughs> played the game, it's hard R. You, you like, rip people to shreds. You blow people up with fireballs. Yeah, like, you, can't you spend do... a lot of time in, in taverns. You spend a lot of time in taverns, you get in bar fights, and then you go rip some arms off of orcs. <laughs> or you chop them up with battle axes. For, your incentive is basically money. Right. And power. <laughs> make it hard R and make it awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, we got to move on. It's time for some trivia. What do you say? I say let's do it. All right, I'm going to roll a six-sided die here to see which category we're doing of genus one. And I rolled a one, which means we're doing geography. Jesse, are you All ready? Right. Yes, sir. All right, the first question for you. Please play along at home. What color does the bride wear in China? Um, uh, the bride... <laughs> Blue? I'm thinking blue. All right. I'm going to say red. Red. Got it. Ugh. All right. This question is for me. Up one zero. Please play along at home. What continent is Jamaica considered part of? Hmm. I'm Good gonna question. Say, I'm going to say North America. I guess I'll say South America. North America. There you go. That Got makes it. sense. It does make sense. <laughs> um, this was in when people were like, Jamaica? <laughs> oh. Um, uh, Jesse's question for you. What country lies directly south of... Uh, what? Hmm? What country lies directly south of Detroit? Are you sure it's not county? It says country. Mexico? I'm going to say... I'm going to say Canada. Canada, I got it. Oh, it's one of those weird things. Yeah, it's a peninsula. Oh, you're running away with it. Well, let's see if, if I can get, get the sweep. Right, it's a clean sweep. This one's for me. What country's currency is the Bolivar? I'm going to say Bolivia. <laughs> um, I'll say Belarus. Venezuela! Oh! <laughs> oh, it's too... That would have been like one of those stupid answer questions on Jeopardy. <laughs> Yeah. Jesse, you're the only one who has a sweep so far. I was so close. I dodged a bullet there. Damn it. Very narrowly. Uh, all right. Well, it's not a victory for me either. <laughs> well, you did win the little tiny mat roll-off. So, Jesse, what's your second topic? Well, um, I'm not done complaining, so I'm going to mm-hmm. go to my tried-and-true topic. Is it worse than a punch in the face? Sounds good. Bring on the shards. <laughs> the shards aren't that, that bad. Um... <laughs> 
So, uh, this is where I ask, uh, Eric whether certain topics. I, I, I'm sorry. I think we have the name of this, of this, of this podcast. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so I ask Eric if, uh, certain things that have occurred to me are better or worse than being punched in the face by, a, I believe it was, uh, meth high Alaskan. No, it was a bath salts high. Bath salts high Alaskan, Alaskan. high thief. Yes. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, first one, a little bone to pick. Okay. Is, uh, is it worse than a punch in the face? Aaron saying Indian pale ale. Really? Yeah, on the podcast, he was calling it Indian pale ale. It's India pale ale. Huh. Yes, it is completely India pale ale. India pale. Well, he's from Indiana, so <laughs> that's true. He's got some sort of like weird neurolinguistic confusion going on. Yeah, but still, oh, Aaron. Yeah, de- definitely worse than a punch in the face. Okay, good. So, yes. um, my number two, mm-hmm. and this is something that is been frustrating me a little bit. Uh, okay, so my boss is a big time football guy, college football. Yeah, I'm trying to shop around for an NCAA team I can root for. Oh. And I'm having a really hard time because I can't find any team I like. And it's getting frustrating. Right Wait. now, I'm, it's a toss-up between uh, EW, EWU mm. Eagles Mm-mm. Mm-mm. and uh, no, Mm-mm. and uh, Montana Grizzlies. Jesse, you want a team that's actually going to be in the dance. I know. Um. So, I need, I don't know. The Crimson Tide or whatever. That's Alabama. They don't have that great of a team. Um, they're so number one. They're number one in football. I don't think they're number one in basketball. Those no, are... no, 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 no. I mean, I mean football. Right. Oh, oh, oh your college football. I thought you were talking college basketball. I think I, I probably misspoke. Okay. Uh, so college football. Don't. Wait, why can't you root for the Huskies? I can't root for the Huskies. I didn't go there. My sister went there. Your sister went there. Two of your best friends went there. I live in Seattle. You used to live in Seattle. Why can't you root for the Huskies? See, I don't know. Somehow in my brain, that gets twisted around into ammunition for me not rooting for them. (laughs) All of my friends like them, (laughs) and therefore I cannot like them. I don't know. It just it just doesn't work. Well, so EWU and Montana are interesting choices because they both won the one double A national championship in recent years. Okay. So that is interesting. Also, Eastern Washington plays on the red turf, which I haven't seen yet, and right. I'm not a fan of the blue turf. Yeah, I, the Boise blue. I honestly think that it does uh, does help the home team a lot. Mm-hmm. If their uniforms are the same color as the brightly colored field, it's camouflage. Like, it totally what is. if what if one team was like, "Wear the camouflage field," and we all wear camouflage as our home? <laughs> I think that a team needs to do this. Like, why don't you? Why doesn't somebody be turf green? <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Well, that that, um, that I also because like, there's like Army, Navy, Marines football teams, right? Mm-hmm. That'd be great if Army was like camouflage. That would be cool, actually. Um, the Marines don't have a football team, but Air Force does. Okay. Um, that makes sense, I guess. I don't, I have no idea. Uh, so, um, uh, so you, you also sh- should try, I think you should shy away from other teams in the Pac-12. Uh, right. Because, uh, I don't know. You could root for Colorado because that's, that's now, uh, Levi's team. See, I was, I was just thinking about maybe just going Oregon Ducks. What the hell? I know, right? You cannot. You cannot. <laughs> that is worse than a, that's worse than a punch in the balls. Uh, oh, wow. You cannot root for the Ducks. You cannot root for USC. <sighs> okay, uh, so we're out We're out of the Pac-12. Why don't you root for an SEC team? Um, How do you feel about the Tennessee Volunteers? I like that name. They're terrible, though. See, what about, I was also told I can't root, root for Notre Dame, but I like their mascot. Dude, you should root for Notre Dame. Okay, I'll just do that. Notre Dame is independent. Uh, I think they're joining the Big East, actually, for football. But, yeah, root for Notre Dame. Do that. Okay. Notre, Notre Dame's undefensive. Plus, all of their games are broadcast on NBC, so you can literally follow the team where, no matter where you are in the country. I like Regis. I like Regis Philbin. Well, there you go. You got your team. <laughs> By the way, rooting for Notre Dame, worse than a punch in the face. All right. Anyway, what's your next one? Uh, uh, finally... Uh-huh. I have another football-related one, 
And this is getting a D minus prestige in Madden. Okay. Um, Eric, I'm bad at Madden. What? I feel bad. Well, Jesse, I was a little concerned because I won the Super Bowl this weekend, uh, the 2022 Super Bowl, uh-huh. uh, with the Fargo Badlanders. <laughs> and, uh, it was really easy. And I, I know that you've lost in the playoffs before and I just feel bad for you. I know. It's just, it doesn't, it doesn't click with me. This is the thing, Jesse, is you have beaten me though. <laughs> well, I, that may have been fluky. If you're bad at Madden, does that mean I'm bad at Madden? I don't think so. I don't know. Cause I've only beaten you when I was doing like the best that I could do and got a little bit lucky. Well, I also, whenever I play against another person, I play terribly. <laughs> I like abandon all game plan and then <laughs> look. I don't. I have no idea what's happening. I don't even know. I guess. <gasps> yeah, um, I don't know. I think my man days might be behind me with Halo Four. Well, that makes sense. Uh, I I do feel terrible that I didn't get thirteen so I could play with you. Um, but I think we can both agree that Madden Twelve, while flawed and delayed by the by the lockout, is a better game than Madden Thirteen. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of, I've kind of come around on thirteen. Well, uh, Jesse being bad at Madden is worse than a punch in the face. Okay, that's all I got. But at the same time, it's the only game that I'm better than everyone else at. <laughs> I can only do sports games. That's that's my forte. That's okay, man. Uh, do you have any other ones? That's it. That's all, all right. I got. Well, Brian Danger Finch, he wrote in. He he wanted to uh, ask a, a punch in the face question. Um, and we got to highlight it here. He said, last week I had a really tough day at work and was really looking forward to coming home and having my last IPA from a six-pack that I bought earlier in the week. When I opened the fridge, I discovered no beer and saw my wife just finishing the last sip. Burn. Is this worse than a punch in the face? That is definitely worse. It is. It is terrible, and it probably does lie worse than a punch in the face. But I would not say that your wife is at fault for doing no, no, she's totally. That's fine. That hap- that, w- that was on you for only having one beer. Yeah, and if you like the beer that much, you need to learn th- where to hide it, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> there are many great places you can hide a beer and keep it cold, like outside, uh, or the the upper deck of a toilet. The upper deck of a toilet. I was going to say that, and you get to it, save water. It also means you got a a wife that appreciates a nice India Pale Ale. That's not too bad. That's not. That's the opposite of worse than a punch in the face. <laughs> yeah. That's better than a kiss on the lips. Nice. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that's a weird segment. That's our new. Yeah, that's our new segment. Is it better than a kiss on the lips? From who? Uh, yeah, that, that can depend. <laughs> but Brian, uh, that is pretty terrible. And I and uh, and next time, get a twelve pack. Yeah, we're here to help. Uh, so, run on the way home. Yeah, so Brian, hit us up on our Facebook page. You can, too. Uh, you can hit us up on Facebook at the Personal Arrogance Facebook page or over at the Ball Move Facebook page. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and move on to my second topic this week. And, Jesse, we kind of touched on this a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But it has to do with expansion. Okay. Expanding your mind? No. <laughs> Expanding your f- sports leagues? Yes. <laughs> So, Aaron and I got into a sports discussion last week. I was really happy that he brought over some sports topics. And mm-hmm. um, and one of them was about relocation, taking your colors with you. Um, and I said that that is awful and it should not happen. Uh, and luckily, it didn't happen with the Sonics. But it did happen with his beloved Indianapolis Colts, who used to be the Baltimore Colts. Right. And... Uh, and so I wanted to take a look, Jesse, and we need to we need to take a good hard look at this. At what are the most deserving? Because uh, because the leagues, let's just say, I think it's time for expansion in every league. It's been over mm-hmm. ten years since any since any uh, sports league has expanded, and I think we need to take a good hard look at this. And I have some uh, some cities. What about the Nets? Like the Jay Z team? No, that's on expansion though. I'm talking about new teams. So like that's like uh, in the early '90s when you got the Florida Marlins, the Colorado Rockies, and the Tampa Bay Devil Rays joining, and and the Arizona Diamondbacks all coming into Major League Baseball. These are brand right. new teams. They're not moving from somewhere else. So the Brooklyn... I remember when Arizona entered the league. Yeah, I think Arizona and I want to say Arizona and Tampa Bay joined the same year. What year was that? I, I think it was 96. 
I think I went to Arizona and saw like the the stadium under construction. Huh. Yeah. So I, I've got some numbers here, and I think we need to deduce what city is most deserving of an expansion franchise. And the reason why we touched on this earlier is because <coughs> I dig this stuff a lot to the point where I moved the entire NFC West in Madden to other cities except for the Seahawks, creating the Fargo Bandlanders, the Santa Fe Enchanters, <laughs> the Vancouver Loonies, and the Mexico City Moctezumas. Well, pretty good. So, Jesse, can you help me out with this? So, well, of course. I've okay. said it before, and I'll say it again. And this is partly – this is my strategy to combat the uh, institutionalized racism of the <laughs> the Redskins. Yeah. The, the Redskins and, is such a terrible name. Like I know. It's it's crazy to me that that is still the name of a, of a football team. Well, I'll get to that in a second, but I think to – counteract that Mm -hmm. we need the portland pale faces (laughs) i just don't think that that has the same effect yeah but i agree i like the uh i like the sentiment yeah my my i don't know i don't know if we should get into this or not but i mean i've actually seen a lot of discussion Uh on facebook yeah that i did not get into because uh-huh. I didn't want to right. about the whole Washington Redskins. Because Chiefs. arguing on Facebook is the is totally worse than the punch in the face. That's the worst <laughs> thing we've ever had is arguing yeah. on Facebook. That is the worst thing we've ever had on this show. Yeah. But anyway, I think I mean it's it's weird that it's still like there's still the Redskins as a team, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's almost too easy to just change the name cuz I mean if you change the name and like you kind of change the name and pretend it never happened and be like, well, we're better than that now as opposed to actually acknowledging it. And I kind of like it being there. And I, I mean, obviously it's not up to me, but like, I like it being there as a reminder of like how people used to think and like, wow, at one point people used to think it would be okay to name your team, the Redskins. That's crazy. And Mm -hmm. like, it's kind of just like this reminder. It's just crazy. Like for people who, I think don't understand why that's racist. Like if you insert any other color into that, it becomes extremely racist. Like you can't have like the Chicago Blackskins. Well, I mean, it's still extremely racist with the Redskins. I understand that, but I'm saying Redskins are so the the term Redskins is so ingrained in society now with the sports climate that like yeah. you just kind of go anyway. We don't need to get totally into this, but I, I still understand. Find it jarring, I, understand though. Like, I know I it's crazy. And I, I like it being jarring because I think that's a nice little lesson. Like, don't forget. <laughs> don't forget we used to be assholes. Exactly. And <laughs> yeah. I think that's a better lesson than just to change it and pretend it never happened. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I was trying to say. Well, I appreciate that. Um, so, I, so I guess we'll start off with football. Now, obviously, the biggest city without a football team is Los Angeles. Now, right. Now, I'm, I've got the Nielsen rankings for TV markets here in front of me. And I'm going down the list now. Now, Los Angeles is obviously the second largest uh, TV market in the country. It doesn't have York. a team. But yeah, New York is number one. Uh, then you got Chicago, Philadelphia, Dallas, San Francisco, Boston, Washington. Number twelve, Seattle, Tacoma. Um, and they've done a pretty good job of covering all these cities. It's kind of a big question as to why Los Angeles does not have an NFL team right now, especially when they used to have two. Um, Can you play in Dodger Stadium? They played at the Coliseum, which is where USC oh, right. Um But the next uh, the next city that doesn't have the second highest city in TV rankings is number 19, Orlando, does not have an NFL team. Mm. And number 22, Portland, Oregon, doesn't have a NFL team. Well, there you go. See, I'm right. <laughs> I think you are right. Everywhere else is looking, is looking good. You got number 30, Hartford and New Haven, Connecticut. But you're not going to rip mm. those people away from their Patriots jerseys. No. So, Jesse, up to you. Is Los Angeles, Portland, or Orlando? And don't forget Not Hero here. <laughs> don't forget Not Hero. I never forget Not Hero. I never right? forget Not Hero either. Los Angeles, Orlando, or Portland, the, the, the most deserving city for an NFL franchise. Well, Florida already has two teams. They have, right? they have uh, three teams. The, I think that's... A- Miami Dolphins, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Right. So I think they're pretty well suited. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me, Eric. No problem. 
Wow. Um, so I, I think they're all right. Yep. I think they're doing all right. Plus, I mean, maybe we should penalize the state a little bit for their whole voting debacles. <laughs> well, what, what can I say? They're evenly matched. Uh, yeah. It's an well, evenly matched state. Yeah, I understand. They have three. Also, California. You got the Raiders. You got the you got 49ers. You got the Chargers. So that's already three teams there. Yeah, I find it weird that there's uh, the 49ers and the Raiders, like Oakland and San Francisco. Yeah, and the Raiders used to be in Los Angeles. They were in Oakland, then they moved to Los Angeles, and they moved back to Oakland. I'll just move them back. Move the Raiders. But we're talking expansion here. So you're saying move oh, the right. Raiders and put a team in Portland. That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I guess they're called the Portland Pale Faces. Mm-hmm. I guess we've deduced this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> now this is this is this is an interesting one. What about baseball? Now there's what a, about it. Shut up. There's uh, baseball has done a great job covering all of the major markets. Mm-hmm. Um, going down the list here, until you hit the 20th largest market, then it kind of falls apart. So the 20th largest market is Sacramento. 22nd is Portland. The 24th is Raleigh-Durham. The 25th is Charlotte. And the 26th is Indianapolis. Mm. So two of those are in the Carolinas. Uh, one of them is obviously in Bald Move at the, at the Bald Move Tower in Indianapolis. Um, and, then you, and then you got Portland spattered in there. You also have Sacramento. So, Jesse, what do you think is the, the most deserving baseball city? I, w- I would go with one of the Carolinas. Really? The Carolinas, huh? They could be a sugar sugar something? Sugar sugar, sugar rays? The sugar rays? Uh-huh. Sugar rays? <laughs> like the band? <laughs> yeah. No, like the boxer. <laughs> I love- sugar Ray Leonard. I love the Carolina sugar rays. <laughs> but there's already, the, there's already the rays. Well, there's, you know, <laughs> spell it different or something. I don't know. Wow. Carolina Sugar Rays. That sounds pretty... That sounds sultry. <laughs> that sounds ready for a mint julep. What about Sugar Daddies? Yeah, I think Sugar Daddies works. <laughs> the Sugar Socks. The Sugar Socks. So you're really... You are... <laughs> like a disease. <laughs> so you're totally... <laughs> Did you hear about Steve? Oh, he got Sugar Socks. Sugar Socks. Sugar Socks with an X. He's out. He's out for the rest of the season. Yeah. Um. All right. All right. So go sugar socks, I guess. Uh Um. So now we move to we we move to basketball, and I think it's pretty obvious here, because sitting there at number twelve is the Seattle Tacoma market without a basketball team. (laughs) Uh. But sitting at fourteen is Tampa. They don't have a basketball team. Remember, not hero. Florida. Yeah. Is is Florida like where does that rank among population? It's pretty big because they. I was looking at the Is that uh, like fourth most populated state. I don't know. It's 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 high up there because you got New York, uh, California, Texas, Florida's yeah probably fourth largest. It carries like twenty eight electoral college votes. They had over eight million people vote in the election, which is a lot considering if you look at Washington. They, I don't even think we peaked three million. Wow. So it's it's a lot of people who live there. Um, so you got you got Tampa, you got Seattle, um, and uh, going down the list here. Yeah, it's number four. Uh, St. Louis doesn't have a basketball team. Mm. Um, and uh, Pittsburgh, Portland, Portland does. Pittsburgh doesn't. And then you're back in the Carolinas. Oh, you got to It's gotta be Pittsburgh, right? What? I know you hate Pittsburgh. How can you root for a Pittsburgh team? It's just, I mean. I don't have anything against any of their other teams except for football. Yeah, that's true. I actually like the Pirates. I like the Penguins. Uh, all right. It's, co- it's a cool logo. That it is a cool logo. penguin skating around. It's an angry penguin, and he's on ice skates. How can you hate that? I guess you Just make right. the Pittsburgh Penguins as the basketball team, too. All right. And I got to throw in here San Diego, too, former home of the San Diego Clippers. Because I got I to give a shout-out to my boys in SD. But okay, so I, I guess we've narrowed down to we've narrowed it down to Pittsburgh. So Jesse, what are we calling this Pittsburgh team? Uh, well, my vote's Penguins. What do you got? Well, the Penguins—they can't have the same name. That's why it's funny. It's the same <laughs> Penguin, but playing basketball this time. How about the Pittsburgh Cheaters? Uh, how about Cheetahs? 
Oh, I love it. <laughs> and it's yellow and black like all their other teams. Ah, it's perfect. The Pittsburgh Cheetahs. Yeah, there I you go. I love it. <laughs> I love you it. You got to cheat to win. That's what you got to do. All right, and then the final one we got here is hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, hockey's another one that's pretty much blanketed uh, blanketed a lot of the uh, the major markets. A um, couple that they're missing out on is Atlanta, because they just moved the Atlanta Thrashers to Manitoba. Thrashers? That's a stupid name. It was a terrible name. It's a terrible team. Uh, <laughs> Houston, I believe, doesn't have an NHL team. Uh, Seattle, sitting there at number 12, doesn't have an NHL team. Um, and that's looking pretty much like it. I think Cleveland, Orlando, Sacramento. Um, but I think we also have to take a look at Canadian markets here, because this is the NHL, correct? Mm. Um, so I happen to have I happen to have these statistics up here as well. So Toronto has one, Montreal has one, Vancouver, Ottawa, Edmonton, Calgary, Quebec, Quebec City. I don't think they have one. So this is up to you, Jesse. We got Atlanta, who already lost the team, Houston, Seattle, uh, Cleveland, or Quebec City. Who's getting an NHL team? Seattle. I really, really want a Seattle NHL team. I want one team. so bad. I want one so bad. I I like hockey. I like the sport. But, again, this is the whole problem I have with college football. I don't watch it because I don't have anyone to root for. Yeah. and I, I love hockey, too. And going to a hockey game is awesome. I prefer going to a, a minor league hockey game to going to a major league soccer game. Wow. I love hockey. I love going to the game. Is it cold in there? That's kind of the cool part. You can wear a sweatshirt. Yeah, a hockey wear a sweatshirt and sweater. hockey jerseys are warm. Yeah, just get a hoodie and put a hockey jersey over it, and there you go. Yeah, I like the Seattle Sockeyes. Yeah, Seattle Sockeye is great. I also like Seattle St. Helens. Um, I like the Sockeyes because it implies we're going to punch your face. It's great. I love. So- <laughs> I mean, I think that that that's definitely a front runner there. So we have uh, in football. Who do we give football to? Uh, Portland. Portland. The Portland Pale Faces for football. For uh, for baseball, we're giving it to the Carolina Sugar Sox. <laughs> I love that. Uh, Pittsburgh, we get the Pittsburgh Cheetahs and uh, Seattle, the Seattle Sockeye. Once again, any of these leagues, we are available for consultation and mm-hmm. uh, we'll help you out. Official podcast of the Seattle Sockeye. Exactly. Uh, that's exactly right. We're just going to do it. We're just going to say that. So... Um, we talked a little bit before about how you can get in touch with us. You can find us on Facebook at the Bald Move page. We love it when you when you friend the Bald Move page. We like that page. We also love it when you like the uh, the personal arrogance page. Um, and I want to give just a few shout-outs to some people who liked us this week. Uh, Roger Dotsy from Connect the Dotsy, the famous new segment. <laughs> uh, James Patterson, Linda Schmidt, uh, Chris Mansfield. Uh, uh, we, we thank you so much for, for liking us on Facebook. Um, and then you can always give us a call, leave us a voicemail. If you do, we'll put it on the podcast, and we're men of our words. So call us at 360-362-0024. We would love it. Oh, my God, we would love it if you liked us, if you rated and reviewed us on iTunes. Um, and we've gotten some new rate and reviews. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll give it a little more time to, to cook there. So please rate and review us on iTunes. We'll, we'll go ahead and buzz through those next week and highlight all the people who rated and reviewed us on iTunes. Um, and that's about it. We're on Twitter at Personal Podcast. Um, and you can always email us personalargents at gmail.com. Right. Um, so, Jesse, what's your uh, what's your first recommendation this week? We'll call it a cast. Yeah, my first recommendation is uh, if you're in the Bellingham area, mm-hmm. uh, friend of the show, uh, now I'm blanking on Mars, Mars of Lindgren. wrote in and mm-hmm. uh, said that there's a competition. It's probably going on region-wide. It's, right. The most arrogant bar competition. Yes. And it's to see which uh, bar can sell the most stone beer, makers of Arrogant Bastard. And yes. they're selling $3 uh, pints Pints. of Arrogant Bastard, which yes. is pretty good. It's amazing. And I I might actually make the trek up here. This is happening from November 9th to November 19th. I am I got this invite today. I'm thinking about going up to Beeham. Yeah. Just to be a part be so of this. That would be so fun. Um Actually, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and go to the Stone website and see if there's anything closer. Just go figure out which yeah. which is bar the most mm-hmm. uh, local to you doing yeah. the most arrogant bar competition. But, because really, if this is about anything, it's about arrogance, and we love that. Yep. Um, 
And uh, my first record this week is going to be a show. It's on. It's available on Netflix. I've been watching a few episodes, and I like it. It's the Inbetweeners. Uh, it's a British. Uh, it's the BBC version, not the MTV version. Uh, but it's about, it's a British show about about four high school friends. Uh, which kind of reminds me of the four high school friends I had in high school. Um, but it also follows that classic trope of an incredibly square dude surrounded by party animals, <laughs> which is in every British sitcom. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also uh, workaholics. Yeah. It's a, it's a classic trope, and it's great. It really is. I just realized that when you mentioned it. Yeah. So in betweeners, it's on there. If you like uh, Peep Show, which is another great, great British uh British sitcom that I love Peep Show. So if you haven't watched Peep Show, it's also on Netflix. But if you like Peep Show, Inbetweeners will be right up your alley. Jesse, what's your recommendation? Well, it's uh, Snowcap. The Winter Seasonal by Pyramid. Have you had it yet, Eric? Yeah, absolutely, buddy. Oh, such a good great batch this year. Oh, it's so good. They nailed it. They nailed it. Uh, Yeah. Uh, And uh, and I'm just going to roll right in. My recommendation this week is going to be Celebration Ale. From Sierra oh, I Nevada. Had it yet. I had it. I had it this week. What's it? What do you think? It's great. Uh, last week, I, I feel like the last two years of Celebration Ale have been a little down. This year, uh-huh. they brought it. And this is this is the whole thing about about seasonal beers is that every year you get a new batch, mm-hmm. and there's always little tweaks that go along. I feel like everybody is bringing it this year, and they've been bringing it all year. The spring I didn't st- like Slayer. I haven't tried Slayer this year. Yet. I had a wax Slayer. That was oh. our that was our winter seasonal of the year last year. It and was the one I had was whack. Huh. From Ninkasi Brewing Company. Yeah, just bad. Well, uh I would say across the board this has been a great year for seasonals. I think that the spring seasonals were surprisingly good. The summer seasonals were surprisingly good. The fall seasonals were good. I think everybody's stepping it up. And winter seasonals are hitting the mark as well. So uh, so it's winter seasonal season <laughs> and drink some winter seasonals. They're awesome. Yep. It's my favorite time of the year. It's the most booze time of the year. <laughs> All right, Jesse, I think that's about it for this week. Do you have anything else for the listener? <sighs> no. Um, I'm just saying if you've already rated and reviewed us on iTunes, thank you. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean you can't get on someone else's computer and do it again. <laughs> if somebody leaves their iTunes open. Yeah, do Just it. Do it as a prank. It's hilarious. It's not even a prank. It's it's good. It's goodness. <laughs> it's kind of a prank. Well, so be it. If you, if you need it to be a prank in order to do it, it's a prank. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to thank you for letting us pour another hour of sound into your ears. And we'd like to remind you that wherever you go. And whatever you do. Please stay, stay arrogant. arrogant. I'm going to go play Halo. Ha, ha, ha.